It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by... Choosing the right workout program is important, but the most important success factor is lacing up your shoes and going to the gym. This book is less about what to do and more about how to do it and how to be consistent. Go to the gym, practical strategies to get off the couch and start building fitness momentum. This is my book. It's available on Amazon. Go to the gym. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Janke and I'm joined today by Sherry Diamond. Sherry is uh, helping people with their nutrition, coaching them on a one-on-one basis, which I think is great. Sherry, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Chris. It's so nice to be here with you. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I love your background there. It's um, very tropical, relaxing. It's a happy place, the beach. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. So I know you have a great story as far as how you got into this, how, you know, a, a before and after with yourself. Can you right. start us with that and tell us, um, you know, what you went through to get healthy? Sure. So I really have been overweight or was overweight most of my life. I was a chubby kid. And then I, you know, I kind of grew out of it as I got older. And in my 30s, I was very um, normal for my, you know, my body and my weight. But then in my 40s, things started to change drastically. So from 40 until just four years ago, I yo-yo dieted my life away. And I never kept my weight off longer than maybe a year, maybe. I don't even know if I ever got to a year, but I'll say a year because it sounds better. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) How would you, how would you define a yo-yo diet? Because I know, you know, you've been healthy for a while. You, you've kept the weight off. So, I mean, I would even say even a year is, it's not a long time to keep the weight off, but, but, you know, you were fluctuating up and down with that yo-yo. It, were there just like unsustainable strategies? Like, oh, you can't eat for 12 hours straight. Or, I mean, what were you, no, what were you doing? Really? It was just finding, you know, I tried different um, programs that I went to. I bought supplements I, you know, whatever I read on the internet, I mean, it was just crazy, but nothing stuck. And the reason nothing stuck is because I wasn't really ready in my brain to do anything. But the other thing is, is that fast forward to when I was 64 years old, which is four years ago, and I went to the doctor and she told me I was pre-diabetic. And that scared the crud out of me because my mom had diabetes I know people that have diabetes and if they don't control their food, it gets out of control and then it gets real, you know, it's bad. I mean, I know people that take multiple shots of insulin a day Yeah, I didn't want to go there. It gets very bad. Yeah. yeah. So I went, I told the doctor that's not going to happen. And she said, well, you need to change your diet. You need to find a better way of eating because within a year, you'll probably be on medication or insulin. So I went home and I started researching food. And the word that kept coming up was inflammation. So I start peeling back inflammation, finding out what foods cause it, 
Why do we get high blood pressure? Why do we get diabetes? And honestly, for me, I realized at that point that my entire life of yo-yo dieting, losing weight, gaining weight, not only is it wreaking havoc on my body from the inside, but I'm also not doing anything to sustain my health, right? So I said, okay, I'm going to start um, you know, looking at this because I thought, wow, all these years I've been stuffing food and all kinds of sugar and bad food in my, in my body. After a while, it doesn't have anywhere to go. So now it's going to just crawl through your body and wreak havoc and get you diseases. And I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. So I started looking into foods and I took out the foods that supposedly aren't good for you. And I stopped eating them. And I have to say, I was one of those people. I ate yogurt every day. I ate oatmeal every day. And I ate a basket of cherry tomatoes every two days. Hmm. Well, guess what? Those are three foods that I no longer eat. Because tomatoes, if I, I tell people, if you're going to cut out one food from your diet and you only had to pick one, make it be tomatoes. Because tomatoes is in everything. Tomatoes are horrible for you unless you dig out every seed. I'm not doing that. So I'm just <laughs> rather not eat them, right? So anyway, so I did this and in 18 months, I lost 103 pounds. But what I also realized is that when you eat the correct food and you don't feel bloated, you start sleeping better, yes. you start looking better and you start thinking clearer. It's unbelievable how your brain, you can, I can feel how my brain was getting cleaner and I wasn't in a food coma anymore. And all these things that I didn't even know were happening, I didn't realize until my body was so clean. And now my body's so clean that one little thing, if I put in it too much, it's can't like, go. no, no, yeah. you can't do this. And, and I have to say, when the vaccinations came around, every vaccine and booster I've gotten, I've been laid out for like a day because I'm really healthy. And I don't have all this foreign substance in my body and my body couldn't handle it. Mm. Yeah. Your body didn't like it. Um, Not at well, all. I think the way that you approached it, the, the, I, I like what you said about like the yo-yo diets are really focused on the weight. Let's get the weight off. But what you did to get the lasting change was you focused on decreasing inflammation. You focused on normalizing blood sugar. And when you do those, we're going to be at the, we're going to be at a good weight anyway. So um, weight is really more of a symptom as opposed to the cause. So uh, I don't remember if we talked about this during the episode or this was right. I know this was before, but I know you're talking about the gym. You did not go to the gym. You were just walking. You were doing just basic human movements, which is what I teach and uh, not having to burn, you know, 6,000 calories per workout. How, how did that, what did that look like? Like you're not even working out yet. You're losing all this weight, a hundred plus pounds in a year. Okay. So, um, what happened is, is it's actually a year and a half. It was 18 months. You okay. can't give me too much credit. <laughs> right. Um, so anyway, well, cause I want to keep it honest, you know, for people that are listening. Definitely. Um, so I've always been a walker. Even when I was grossly overweight, I love walking. I love being outside and I love being around nature. In fact, I'm one of those weird people. I take pictures of flowers all the time because it makes me happy. I don't, you know, I don't know. 
But anyway, and then, then what I did is all the walking um, just kept me wanting to walk more. So to this day, every single day, I mean, I think in the last four years, I can count on one hand the amount of times I didn't go out for a walk or a hike every day um, was for an hour. But now I do it for about an hour. And some days I go for two hours and I go up hills and I go, oh, I see that road up there. I'm going to try that road one day. And then I turn a corner and I look and I go, I think today might be the day. And there I go. And I get up the hill. But the best part is, is not only can I get up the hill, but I get up the hill and I'm not breathing hard because my heart rate is so good. Right. And my resting heart rate is like this now. Right. And those are all things that we don't understand because you brought up an excellent point before. You said it's all about the weight. So it's all about how we look, because what does everybody focus on? Oh, you look amazing. Oh, you look great. You look so good in those clothes, blah, blah. But nobody ever asks me, how do you feel? Right. And I realized that my whole life, Chris, even as a young kid, I was never the one that said, I have to marry the richest guy and have all the money and have the best. I wanted nice things, but I didn't have to have the richest and the most with all the money. Right. You know, I, I didn't have to have that wasn't that wasn't the dream I was chasing. I wanted to go live in California and learn how to be around other people and learn about myself. Right. So when I lost all this weight, I went, wait a minute, this is what people aren't doing. We're not living our life from the inside out. We're Mm. living from the outside in. How do you look? What does the scale say? But what about when you take all of that away? What's left right in here. Right. And that's one of the things I teach people in my program, along with food and, and exercise, is about living inside out. Because if we don't do that, we can't accomplish, we can't accomplish anything. Right. Yeah, I think the, your own personal health is number one. You mentioned clothing, right? You, um, you know, people who are very unhealthy and then, and then styling themselves up with clothing uh, you know, I have been thinking about this actually a lot recently. Like what is number one is number one's health. Like if you're healthy, you're going to look good even, right? Obviously the number one is to feel better, but you are going to look better if you're healthy. Uh, number two is I think hygiene is like the next level out, right? Personal hygiene. Um, and then the third level would be more clothing, right? Like the, what, what you add on top of that. But I heard a quote, this was years ago, you know, a healthy body never goes out of style, Right. Absolutely. And I think those weight loss clinics, you know, you mentioned Jenny Craig and Weight Watchers, and I'm not bashing them by any means. I'm sure they help a lot of people. Um, But if you're taking an outside in approach, that's what you're talking about, where you were on that yo-yo diet. The whole goal was to lose weight. Um, if I, anytime I hear people that say I help people lose weight, I always ask, well, how, how do you do that? Cause you can do it in a healthy way. You can do it in an unhealthy way. So speaking of healthy way, so you got your numbers, your, your blood sugar numbers under control. What does your doctor say about all this? So it's really funny that you asked that question because, um, about a month into my program, my primary care physician joined balance for life. And I said to her, wait, Michelle, you're a doctor and you don't need to lose any weight. She goes, you know what? I don't need to lose any weight, but I have terrible belly fat and belly fat from the cortisol 
that's where it all starts. And that's where the high blood pressure and the diabetes start with the inflammation right there. That belly fat is the worst. So she said to me, I have a lot of belly fat. I don't sleep good. I'm really stressed out and I can't take care and run around with my five-year-old son. Yeah. And I said, okay, she went on my program. And after the first week, when we got together, she's like, I already feel better. I said, what you do in seven days? She goes, I already feel better. She said, and I said to her, I never asked you, why did you go on this program? Did you go on this program to help me? Cause I was launching and it was only, she said, no. She goes, when you walked into my office and I saw you from the last visit, I thought I was in the wrong room. <laughs> she said, and your enthusiasm and what you told me is true. Right. She said, and I believe in you. But here's the funny thing. You mentioned Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig. And like you, Chris, I don't bash them. Because look, I gave them hundreds of thousands of dollars over, the, over my lifetime. But here's the thing. There's one thing that they don't do, and neither does my doctor. She said to me, you need to go and lose some weight and you need to start eating healthier. She didn't give me a plan. Right. She didn't tell me what to eat. Just go do it. Well, how am I going to do that on my own if I don't know how? Right. And what is it easier to do? It's easier to go out and go, oh, screw this. I'm just going to go eat a hamburger with right. French fries. Right? right. So that's the thing is that we all need somebody to help us. And so that's why I don't call myself a coach because I'm not a coach. I am a wellness enthusiast because I am enthusiastic about everybody that goes through my program to succeed. Right. And the only way you will not succeed is if you don't follow the plan, if you don't listen or you decide, well, I'm going to go to the birthday party and I'm going to eat that chocolate cake. That's a decision that you make, not me. Right. So you can't blame me if the program doesn't work. Right. They, they didn't follow the program if they went and, and did that. So where... Uh, is there a place for that cake? Do you still eat cake or do you do, you do like a replacement healthy cake? Yeah. A- I mean, here's the thing that's so funny. I am like a chocoholic. <laughs> I, and I was, a, I was addicted to sugar. Yeah. There were times in my life, I talk about this all the time, where I could sit down and polish off a pint of Ben and Jerry's chubby hubby ice cream. Yeah. Like been that. there. Yep. Yep. Right. And um, anything that was chocolate and sugar or crunchy, like um, chips and salsa, I'm there in the front of the line. But now I don't have that jonesing for the dessert like I used to. The first dessert I had in a long time was last year. One of my friends took me out for my birthday. We went to this restaurant that has the most amazing chocolate sundae. I mean, it's just chocolate ice cream with whipped cream, nuts. It's just basic, but it's so, it's like better than anyone I've ever had. And trust me, I've had a few in my life, (laughs) excuse me. And I wind up eating like maybe four or five spoonfuls, but I didn't feel guilty because I never do it. But I am going to say that within about an hour or two, I had a massive headache from the sugar, Yeah. but I don't eat cake and stuff because I don't have the craving for it because the craving goes away, but I do eat dark chocolate every single day. Yeah, that's good. And I make all kinds of candy with dark chocolate and almond butter and different things. And that's the other thing I do in my plan in my program is I give my clients recipes 
when they go, I don't know how to, I don't know what to do. It's so boring to eat salmon. And I'll be like, well, here's five recipes. Pick which right. one you want. Yeah. Yeah. And I like what you said. Like you can, you can make like a, you know, almond butter and dark chocolate and that can satisfy that sweet tooth because we don't want to deprive ourselves. And it sounds like you have a level-headed approach. You're not depriving yourself. You just, you know, you went to eat with your friends and you just had a little bit less of a dessert. And right. um, that's my philosophy too, is like, don't eliminate it. If you like it, you know, just have a couple bites of it and really savor it and enjoy it. And, um, but I agree with you, like the cleaner your body gets, the less, craving you have for these sugary desserts, right? Right. And then the other thing that I did, I just started doing about a year and a half ago. I thought, okay, now I'm ready. I'm going to try intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. God bless intermittent fasting. <laughs> you like it? <laughs> I love it. Nice. So what, what's your strategy with it? Do you go all morning without eating or do you do a feeding window? Yeah. Well, I did. I started out doing... Um, eating between, see, when I wake up in the morning, no matter how early I get up, I can't eat for at least two hours. I need to have some coffee and I don't want food. Um, but what's funny is I wake up hungrier now than I ever did in my life. Hmm. Like wanting, not, not so much starving to eat, but I could feel the emptiness that I have from all the time I didn't eat. Right. But I'm not starving and I have to run in the kitchen and eat something. Does that make sense? Yep. I've, yeah, definitely. So been there. I started out in the beginning eating around nine or 10 and then, you know, eating within that eight hour window. But I usually stopped eating around five or six because for me, I have um, Hashimoto's disease. So I have a really bad thyroid yeah. and I have to be careful about what kind of food I consume at night because it just doesn't work with my body. And I am going to say that some of my clients that have had thyroid issues, they find the same thing. So I make sure that whatever foods they're going to eat, there's certain foods I don't want them to eat at night because it takes longer to digest, right? So that's right. what I did in the beginning. But now I've been waking up and going, wow, I really like this. So now I don't eat until about 11 or 12. And I eat everything within a five or six hour window of my whole day, except for when I know I'm going out at night or on the weekend, I'll start eating around 12 or one. So that if I go to dinner at six or seven, I'm still in my window of eating. I gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Sherry, we're getting close to the end, but I want to give you a chance to uh, give a motivational speech. Let's say you're at a college graduation or at a corporate event and you're the keynote speaker. Uh, your your speech is how I think you can get the most out of your life. So I think you can get the most out of your life by really listening to your intuition and your gut. And everything in life that you do is a cause of, you have to ask yourself this question, because as we are, when we're young, every how we're socialized as a child and what we think in our head as an adult is going to be the trajectory of your life. That will be the definition. So always ask yourself, is this really what I want to do? Or is it what I'm being told to do? And is this going to help in the trajectory of my life? Because if it's not serving you, do not do it. Nice. I like that. Well, Sherry, how do people get in touch with you? How do, how do they uh, check out your program? 
website, so social. They can go to my um, website is sharethegift.com and it's S-H-E-R, like the first four letters of my name, thegift.com. And my Balance for Life course is there, my journey, um, all about me, some of the podcasts and interviews I've done. I have, you can contact my Gmail there, or they can go to my Facebook group, which is Balance, the number four, and Life, and get in touch with me there. Balance for Life. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Again, this is Sherry Diamond joining me today on Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke. And Sherry, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Chris. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for to learn more.